have the gift for you of peace. Real peace. Not like the planet gives. Peace that is God-sourced and it's sustainable. It doesn't fade like a Glade plug-in. The type of peace that can allow somebody to rest in the middle of a storm. All the trappings of peaceful living that come from our planet, they're actually more about relaxation than they are about real peace. Welcome to the second week of Advent, which traditionally is the time when hundreds of thousands of people from a Christian tradition end up lighting what is known as the peace candle. It's the second subject of the leading weeks coming up to Advent, the birth of Jesus on the earth. Um, now, the peace candle is, is quite interesting. Jesus, in his three years of ministry time on the earth, spoke quite a lot about peace. Peace is a subject that's that's actually all the way through the Bible, uh, different different ways and different forms and different pages. An old pastor of mine, um, I told you this before, probably in the in his office wall, he had a poster, and it said this. It said that. Peace is not the absence of war, or the absence of war does not equal peace. Because often we think of peace as being the absence of, um, of strife, ab absence of, of tough circumstances, absence of, 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 of war and conflict in our lives. And so we, we think of it as the absence of something. But when Jesus talks about it, he talks about it as if it is something in its own right. Now, we're going to go to John chapter 14, uh, and we're going to look at what Jesus says. Just one brief statement that he says about peace when he's talking to his disciples. Now, we've got to remember, as always, that context is incredibly important. So uh, in John chapter 14, Jesus has washed his disciples' feet in, in John chapter 13. And, and, uh, and he's told them, if you, if you love me, you're going to keep my commands. Um, they've had the Last Supper together. Um, and, and then Jesus in John chapter 14 and verse 27, he says this. I am leaving you with a gift. Hey, listen, anytime Jesus is going to give you a gift, that is a good thing. That's something that you want on your Christmas list uh, for Christmas, right? It's a gift from Jesus. And so he says, I'm going to give you a gift. And this is what he's going to give him. I'm going to leave you with a gift. Peace of mind and peace in your heart. What a thought. What a great thought. And the peace I give is a gift that this world cannot give you. Now, in other translations, it says this. My peace I give unto you. This is what Jesus is saying. My peace I give unto you. Not like this planet gives, not like this world gives, but I give you a different type of peace. Now, he doesn't say, and this is what I thought he implied before, 
for years, actually, he doesn't say that the world has no peace to give. But he does say that the brand of peace that he gives is absolutely, totally different. You see, his peace, the peace that he has, isn't the absence of turmoil. In, in Mark chapter 4, they're in the middle of a lake in an incredible storm. And in the middle of that storm, Jesus is at peace, asleep on a pillow. That's the type of peace that I want. I don't want an artificially manufactured peace that only works in an artificially controlled environment. You see, a lot of what we do in church is in artificially controlled environments. We get the lighting right, we get the temperature right, we get the music level just right, we get the cadence of everything working just right. But the rest of my life is not like that. The rest of my life is lived in the chaos of the planet that we live in. And I want a peace that works in the storm. Now, when Jesus is woken up very rudely by his disciples and they shout at him because he has this peace and they don't, basically. He then stands up and with the peace that is within him, he calms the storm around him and around them. That's the type of peace that I want. And that is the type of peace that Jesus is talking about right here. Like I said, he's not saying that the earth doesn't have its own type of peace, but there is a very subtle, well, actually not so subtle difference. You see, you can go to the Yukon right now and you can rent a tent that is an igloo type tent, a dome tent, beautiful geodetic structure, and half of the structure is clear and you can see through it. Why? So that you can have a totally beautiful panoramic view of the northern lights, the aurora borealis. And you can sleep and you can relax. And that's the key. You can, you can be at peace under the northern lights. You can go to all-inclusive holidays and you can sip your margarita on a sun lounging bench looking out at the beautiful blue ocean, warmed by the Mediterranean or the, or the beautiful warm breeze in a tropical climate. And you can be at peace. You can buy a scented candle. And you can sniff a pleasing aroma. You can even get relaxing scented dryer sheets for your clothes dryer. Watch the adverts. There's chaos all around and they sniff the clothes and all of a sudden they're at peace. Yeah, right. These are all the trappings that we try to attach to something to bring us peace in our life. I walk in lots and lots of homes and people have little statues of Buddha. You got, they're not even Buddhists. You walk in. And they got this like, this, this statue can't do anything, it just sits there. It, it, it can't hear you, it can't move, it can't act on your behalf, can't do anything, it just sits there. But it reminds you to be tranquil and at peace. Trappings of peace, but not the real peace. And that's the thing that Jesus is talking about. My peace, real peace. 
I want to give you. Not like this planet gives. I want to give you the real deal. Now, again, we've got to remember <laughs> who Jesus is talking to. Because you see, when we listen to this, we can think, okay, all I've got to do then is, is plug in a little bit of religious segment, a little, a little spirituality segment, and then, then I can feel, you know, tranquil and, and at ease. Um, and I can just attach that to my life a little bit like you, like you plug in your, your electric chair, not the electric chair in a prison, but, but your, your electric massaging chair into the wall that warms you and, and sits there and manipulates your back. And, and it, it's even got a, a USB port to keep your, your mobile devices at peace. Plug that in and attach that to my life and maybe that'll work. That's not what he's talking about. And you see, it's important that we realize this because the guys that he's talking to already have a system like that. They have a religious system that they can plug into. They have a spirituality system that they can plug into and give them tranquility. They have a, they have a temple set up for the very purpose of active worship. That's what they have. It's beautiful tapestries. There's, there's incredible decorations. There's... There's intricate carvings with oil that burns with a scent to it. There's, there's flickering flames in there. They have a ceremony for pretty much every single stage of life and special celebration days. They have poetry. They have songs. They have wisdom literature. They have prophets, the Old Testament prophets. They have, they have the law and sacrifice. And they have all of that stuff, and yet Jesus still feels that even with all of that tradition and history, he has to turn to them and say, I have a gift for you that isn't encapsulated by all your religious tradition. I have the gift for you of peace. Real peace. Not like the planet gives, but a peace that has its source with God. I don't know if you drink ethically sourced coffee. Not really sure what that means. I don't know if it means that they wash their hands and ask politely the coffee bush before they pick the beans. I don't know. I don't know if they... If, if they politely apologize to the beans that they're being poured into a bag. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Ethically sourced. I, like, we throw that term around all the time. But this is peace that is God-sourced. That's even better than ethically sourced. And it's sustainable. How about that? Total 21st century peace. Ethically sourced peace and sustainable peace. It doesn't fade like a Glade plug-in. It lasts and it's real. And that's why Jesus feels the need to tell the guys that are in front of him, I have a gift for you. It's a gift you cannot buy with a religious system. It's a gift that you cannot buy and you cannot manipulate. It's a gift that you cannot pretend and you cannot approach into your life and appropriate into your life, your life by just buying trappings. It is a peace that comes from deep within. 
It's a peace that will guard your hearts and minds. What an incredible thought. This peace. Now, now where, does, where does it come from? So don't be troubled or afraid. That's what he says. Remember what I've told you. I'm going away and when I'm coming back again. And if you really love me, you'll be happy that I'm going to the Father who is greater than I am. I've told you these things before they happen so that when they happen, you will believe. And then he says to them, that's why I'm giving you this gift of peace. So that you don't have to be troubled by the uncertain times that you live in. Like we keep saying, we live in uncertain times and people are troubled by him. Even people who claim, who claim to know who God really is are still troubled by all this stuff. So where is the peace? Now, this peace, this ethically sourced, God-sourced peace that is sustainable, this peace that passes all understanding, comes to us via the Holy Spirit's presence, sent by Jesus from the Father. That is the Holy Trifecta. The Holy Trinity right there. The peace comes to us by the Holy Spirit's presence within us, sent by Jesus, the Son, from God the Father. What a gift. What a gift. That is a peace worth grabbing hold of, and that is a peace worth having. Now, I don't know what you face today. I say this a lot. I don't know. But I know this about me. I need that type of peace. I need the type of peace that can allow somebody to rest in the middle of a storm. You see, I figured something out. All the trappings of peaceful living that we talk about that come from our planet, they're actually more about relaxation than they are about real peace. These things help me relax. But even when I'm relaxed, I'm still there. And all the angst and the stress that I have is still there because it's present in me. I need a peace that overcomes all that even in the middle of my relaxation. And that is the difference. That's the difference. That's the peace that I need. And I think, and I feel, and I pray, and I hope that that is the peace that you need too. And I want to ask God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, if we were in church, which we are, we are, we're in, we're in the great cathedral. <laughs> the cosmos temple that he built. If we were in a traditional church, we'd stand there, maybe with our hands out and say, Holy Spirit, we ask you to come. And I want to do that right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come. Come to me. 
Holy Spirit, fill me with your peace, the peace that passes all understanding, that can guide my, guard my heart and my mind. And for any person who is listening right now, no matter what they're facing, no matter what troubles they're facing, no matter what lack of employment, no matter what housing crisis, no matter what fuel shortages, no matter, no matter what groceries are not on the shelves, no matter what family problems we face, we ask you by the presence of your Holy Spirit to fill us with your unrivaled peace that passes all understanding. Holy Spirit, I welcome you here. And I welcome your peace in Jesus' name. Hey, truly, 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 go in peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, go in peace. Peace. Peace always seems to be a hot topic, especially when Christmas surfaces every year. Every year we talk and sing about peace on earth, goodwill to men, but does it ever really come about? Is there ever peace? With so much hatred, with so much war, can peace truly exist? But is peace just simply the absence of external conflict, or is it something more, something deeper? Something more profound, something so rich and so precious, something that can never be taken by war, death, or hate. Something that is flat out untouchable. That's the kind of peace that's offered to us in Jesus Christ. It's the end of hostility between God and his people. It's the end of the death penalty because of sin. It's the end of our alienation. It's his welcome into the kingdom, his adoption of us as his sons and daughters. It's the incredible, indomitable rescue through the cross of the living Son of God. It's the peace that is Jesus Christ. So when we remember the little baby in the manger this Christmas, try not to think, aw, isn't he cute? Try thinking that this is our king who will soon end the greatest war that ever was. This is our ultimate mediator. This is our perfect peacemaker. This is our sacrifice. This is our peace. Jesus Christ is our peace.
Oh,